but it can be, you know, small things, big things, write them down and write down why you're grateful and watch the abundance and prosperity flow. Are you looking for true personal freedom? The freedom to design the life you truly desire? Then you're absolutely in the right place. True personal freedom comes from when you take 100% responsibility and control of your money and your mind. Here, you're going to learn ideas, tips, and wisdom that's gonna help you bridge the gap from where you are now to your dream life in the future. My name is Randy Wilson, and welcome to the Rich Mind Podcast. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Rich Mind Podcast. Today, coming back with my good friend, Joel Solomon, we're going to be continue on the journey that we've been on here over the last few weeks, going into his nine money rules. And we were just discussing before we hit record today, which ones we've covered, and we've got an idea of where we're going with this, uh, to continue on this journey today. I think we're going on number five, is number five, is that right, Joel? Correct. Number five. So we've covered a lot of content so far in the podcast. I hope you're finding a ton of value in the message so far. And as always, I'm super excited to bring Joel back on to go into this next money rule. So Joel, welcome back, man. Let's, let's get into number five. Thank you, Randy. Yeah, this one's a really important one as well, but let me just quickly review the first four for those who may, uh, there's, there's been a lot of content in the last few weeks. So I just wanted to review the first four. So you have it. And so rule number one is when you believe right? Your belief. We talked about how important belief and mindset is in creating abundance and prosperity. Rule number two is trust your intuition. And we talked about how pretty much no financial advisor, financial planner is going to tell you to trust your intuition. But being a former hedge fund manager, I know that if I didn't trust my intuition, I either lost money or made less money. So, and we went into how to develop your intuition on that episode. And So rule number three is, can happiness buy you money? Not can money buy you happiness, but can happiness buy you money? And we talked about how important creating happy habits are to creating abundance and prosperity in your life. And then last week, we talked about visualization. And can visualization make you money? And we talked about the six specific steps plus the bonus step to visualization. And I also talked about the fact that, yeah, visualization is great, but you can't just visualize. I don't know any billionaires who just sit at home and meditate and visualize. You have to get out into the world and take action, take inspired action. And so it's visualize and action. It's not sitting at home and just waiting. Um, at At least get on a Zoom call, you know, get on a podcast, you know, or watch rich mind podcast do that at the very least right because that's taking some action it's it's visualizing and taking the action so today is one of i think one of the most important rules of the nine money rules millionaires use let me start out with a story so it was november of 2006 and i was in manhattan with my wife at the time and we were celebrating her birthday and her twin sister's birthday and my parents were watching Morgan who was not yet nine months old 
when we got the call. And my mom said, it's 104 degrees and it hasn't gone down since you left. So I asked her, did you give her the cold compresses? Did you give her the baby Tylenol? She said, yes. So I looked at my wife and I said, we got to get home. We got to end this now. So we rushed home. We, we were living about an hour from Manhattan. And during that drive, both of us were worried and fearful and scared. And I tell my clients now, worry is just negative future planning. You think about what you don't want to happen. So think about what you do want to happen. But I didn't know that back then, 17 years ago. And so we got to our house and we were pretty worried and fearful. And we took one look at Morgan and we knew needed to do more. And so we gave her more cold compresses. I remember even giving her this cold, really cold bath. And uh, she showed me how strong she is. <laughs> uh, by flailing about, uh, the, the temperature did go down, but the next morning, Sunday morning, we called the doctor, the pediatrician anyway. And she said, well, if the temperature doesn't go down by tomorrow morning, then bring her in. Well, the temperature stayed down, but we decided to bring her in anyway. And the pediatrician took one look at Morgan that Monday morning and knew her history and said, get her to the hospital. So remember, she's not yet nine months old. So we rushed to the hospital and we had one question for the surgeon, is there any other way that we can figure this out? And he said, no, she needs a surgery right now. So we go into surgery, she gets prepped, we go into surgery, we're allowed to help her prep for the surgery. And then they kicked us out of the operating room. And I don't remember when the tears stopped rolling, but they did eventually. And the surgeon came out a few hours later, I believe, seemed like days to me and, and my wife at the time. And he said the operation was success and Morgan will be out shortly. And she came out with all the wires and IV tubes still in her. And we started crying all over again. But a few hours later, all the wires and tubes had been removed and she was smiling and happy again. So why do I tell this story? I tell this story because I am so grateful for having a healthy, brave, intelligent, beautiful, caring, thoughtful daughter, Morgan. And Gratitude, I believe, is one of the most important rules for prosperity and abundance. When you're feeling grateful for what you have, then more and more will flow to you. And I started a gratitude journal 11 years ago when I read a book uh, called How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast by Sandy Forster. And she recommended writing down two or three things you're grateful for in the morning, two or three things you're grateful for at night. And I did more research in the coming years. Obviously, I did research for the Nine Money Rules Millionaires Use about gratitude. 
And there's a professor, Martin Seligman, who actually did a study on gratitude with his students. And he had them, so he, he hooked up electrodes to their brain and he had them write down three to five things they were grateful for and why. And so he did this at the beginning. He hooked up the electrodes and checked out, you know, different areas of the brain. And then he did it at the end of the 30 days again. And he found that the areas of the brain that were related to happiness had expanded after those 30 days. So when you're doing more and more gratitude practice and, and actually spending time on it by writing down why, you create the, the synapses in the brain for happiness are expanded. And we already talked about how important happiness is to abundance and prosperity. So it's all related, right? And so I tell you to this day, I write down, I'm grateful for Lauren and Morgan because they have taught me unconditional love. And I write that down. Like, and it does, these don't have to be huge things. That's a huge thing because uh, I'm grateful they're alive. But um, it could be small little things like I'm grateful the sun is up today. I'm grateful I, I was able to take a walk or a jog in nature. Um, I'm, I'm grateful for being on Randy Wilson's podcast, Rich Mind. You know, so like, then that's a big thing. But it can be, you know, small things, big things, write them down and write down why you're grateful and watch the abundance and prosperity flow. It's It's been amazing in my life when I started this practice. How And the other thing, because of law of attraction, it's the more and more things you're grateful for, the more and more things that you can be grateful for come into your life. So when you're vibrating gratitude, it's a very high vibration. Gratitude and appreciation is way up here. It's it's right there with love and passion and and an abundance and prosperity. So it just attracts more things to be grateful for. So that's why gratitude is rule number five of the nine money rules millionaires use. And I love that. So we've talked over several episodes now and so the word that's going off in my mind, I, I, I always refer back to a word that's going off in my mind. And this one is, and we've talked about in the past is awareness, meaning, so the gratitude practice, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm religious at doing it every single day. But what I do do, as, as I've mentioned in the past, I do journal every day and I will express gratitude for certain things within my, my journal entry that day. But what it's done for me is that it's made it a habit of being grateful for things just normally throughout the day, right? You can just be literally walking through your day, see a beautiful whatever. It's like, for example, I'm in the Midwest and the trees are starting to turn. I'm, I'm noticing that on my walks and you probably are too over there in, in New York as well, Joel. And it's just being grateful for that. It's like you, you just see that beauty and you become aware of it and you just express gratitude in your own mind, in your own thinking and in your own way and it becomes an awareness. You start seeing things differently than when you're stuck in your your blinders of blame, of all the negative things that are going on in your mind, right? As far as the the energy levels and the and the frequency vibrations. So that's what is firing off in my mind, and that's been the biggest key for me as I've expressed gratitude for a lot of the things. So I'm, I'm grateful for you, Joel. You know, what I mean, you. for you to reach out to me. Uh, it's been well over a year now, and then we're we're continuing on this this journey together, right? This expression of 
of uh, being creative and doing all this. It's super cool. But had we not been in that mode of gratitude, we probably would, we just would have probably just passed the, you know, passed in the night, you know, kind of thinking of it that way and just said, Hey, nice to meet you moving on type of thing. But no, it's, it's got, it's grown into more than that. And I believe really it has to do with that gratitude. Yeah, I absolutely agree about not just doing it in a journal in the morning at a night. Although I do that, I will tell you that similarly when I, I jog every day and I jog on a path in a park that is a pretty, it's probably about two of the four miles I jog. So it's, it's a pretty long path throughout this park and people are walking on it sometimes two abreast, sometimes with a dog. And as I approach, I set an intention for them to, so I don't have to walk on the, I don't have to run on the grass and maybe slip or, you know, something could happen on the grass. I prefer to be running on the path. And I thank them out loud every time, because almost every time they're moving over, um, sometimes which is also interesting people may not hear me and they when i when i say good morning because i say good morning to everyone i meet on my jog they jump they're fearful they're worried they're scared for whatever reason uh, but then i thank them for moving over and and they, i do that throughout the day just you know being grateful for and even if something is appears to be bad or could have been bad like i drop my phone but nothing, it doesn't break, right? I have a protection on it. I thank you, thank you, thank you for that not having broke or a, a near miss in a, you know, in the car. Instead of like getting upset about like the person who almost hit you, being grateful that nothing happened. So just flipping every single event that, you know, maybe somebody doesn't show up for a meeting. I'm grateful I get to read for half an hour that I wouldn't have been able to do because that person didn't show up. And so you can flip every single event in your life. You get to choose. It's your choice, how you respond. It's your feelings, your emotions. And so being grateful for the little things, I think, really changes your perspective and creates more things to be grateful for in your life. What you appreciate, appreciates. I like that. That's that should be on a billboard somewhere. What you appreciate appreciates. I love it. You gotta have that little pause there in the middle. I love that. That's cool. So when you were, and I've I've got my own opinions as far as like when you were first starting this down this path and down this journey, I would assume at some point in your adult life you might not have been this way as much as we are today. So if someone's like hearing this really for the first time, right? They might not be exactly happy with their current circumstances, their current environment maybe the the surroundings that they're in as far as the uh, the associations that they have may not be exactly what they're looking for. And they're like, okay, I get it. This The word gratitude, I understand what it means, but can you go into a little bit more detail as far as like how simplicity or how simple, right? You can really start with this process uh, to really help somebody maybe get beyond and get themselves to the point where they can really start making it a habit. Absolutely. So start by journaling with three things, say in the morning, you can do it at night too, but in the morning, unconditional. So it's not what happened during the night or during the day, but it's, you know, I'm grateful for being alive. I'm grateful for the sun, you know, the little things 
And and I know, yeah, some of you, and I I am teaching some clients who have are struggling monetarily. Like they don't they don't some of them barely have enough to stay in their apartment for this month, right? And so helping them get out of this mindset of worry and fear by writing down what they can be grateful for. Okay, I'm still alive. You know, I I still have you know I I have I have access to the internet because you're watching this. And imagine, you know, 20 years ago, you couldn't, you may not have had access unless you had a computer, but now you have a phone and you could be watching this podcast on your phone. How awesome is that, right? Just being grateful for technology, being grateful for being able to do FaceTime. I mean, just 10 years ago, the the quality of the, the FaceTime videos, phone, phone calls was really poor. It was herky-jerky. And so now... You know, seeing it's seeing each other so clearly on the phone, like being grateful for that and and being grateful for just, you know, the little things, uh, you know, so it doesn't, you know, if you're focused on, oh, I'm really struggling. Oh, these people are mean to me. Um, you're vibrating at a lower level. You're not vibrating at the abundance and prosperity level. So that is not serving you. <laughs> And it, it, it's really hard to get to 102.7 from 92.3 if you're if you're like worried and struggle, you know, about the struggle that you're you're in. So and I know it may sound weird, but stop paying attention to what is. Pretend do that visualization from rule number four and write down some things you're grateful for that, you know, you, you have clothes on your back. Right, you have act. You're you're eating. There are people on this earth who don't get three meals a day. I'm pretty sure the people who are watching this are having three meals a day, or choosing not to have three meals a day. So being grateful for, I mean, green, being grateful for breathing, being grateful for having all five senses. Right, I mean, we take for granted all these things. Right. I mean, my mom's in a wheelchair the last year. She can't walk. How many of you can walk? I mean, just just being grateful for that and writing it down. I'm grateful I can walk. So it's it's real. And, and when you do that, you're shifting your focus from the struggle, from the worry, from the fear where and, and that's low vibration to moving your vibration up where you're getting closer to the ability to create and and have abundance and prosperity flow into your life and and that'll appreciate what so you appreciate appreciates what you appreciate appreciates yeah that's a good one folks you should remember that one uh so another thought that was coming to my mind and and I'm just more of just a question of you and your your opinion for this one thing that helped me when I was trying to figure out gratitude and, and how that was going to work in my own life, turning off a lot of the negative noise and negative things that are going on in the world, right? It's like where we can be distracted and bombarded with things 24 seven. Like you just said, the, the amount of information that we can receive instantly from our pocket is like, it's unheard of, which it wasn't that way. Like you said, 20 years ago, I can remember before internet, some of the folks listening might not be, but I can. But the point being is that, Having the ability to choose to turn off 
it's not that you want to tune out and not pay attention. I'm not saying you've got to like zero it out. That's my opinion. And I'm curious about yours, Joel. But at the same time, controlling the the, the negative will help you then see some of the positive to be grateful for. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And what you focus on, you get, right? So I know some of you think this is really crazy, but I I am completely authentic. And so 11 years ago in 2012, I read a book and uh, she talked, I think it was the same book, How to Be Widely Wealthy Fast by Sandy Foster. And she said, try to go a week without watching TV news, listening to the radio news or reading a newspaper. I'm like, that's a good challenge. I'm going to try this. And I was actually, it was, it was good timing because I had just been laid off from city and I was working on starting my hedge funds. I, I did have investments, personal investments, but I wasn't professionally managing a portfolio. So I did it and it worked. Like I was like, wow, I feel really good. Like this is, I'm focused on building my business and it's really, this is fun and I feel better. And then I continued and believe it or not, I have not stopped. So I don't watch TV news or listening to radio news. And, you know, there have been circumstances where I like I'm visiting my mom and she's got the TV on the background on news. So that happens, but I'm not doing it myself. And then I, I haven't read a newspaper in many years. And I get, you know, people say, well, how do you find out about things? How did you find about the, about the, about the pandemic? And I said, well, you know, I walked into a restaurant. They told me you got to wear a mask. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and then I, I was talking to my daughters about it, like what's going on. So anyway, the point being that you can raise your vibration by eliminating the negative noise. And, and like Randy said, you don't have to go cold turkey like I did. You can, you can just reduce things and see how you feel. You know, maybe just stop, you know, stop watching TV news or scrolling social media that has news on it. Like take those, those uh, apps off. So you're not getting the news throughout the day. And so that, cause that's not serving you. Generally the news is not, it, they should call it negative news. It's not positive news. Not right? positive like what we're trying to bring to them today, is it Joel? No. No, that's so, not the agenda. That's for sure. So yeah, so that's absolutely true. So the, the, the amount of negative noise that's coming in is not serving you and it's lowering your vibration and it's all about vibration and frequency and what you're bringing in. So it's hard to attract when you're getting all that negativity in from the news. So reduce it. hundred percent. So a diet, right? People talk about food diets and losing weight and that kind of stuff, but it was like an information diet is how it was. Uh, that's how it was introduced to myself. And I did the same thing. I think I went, I did go cold Turkey and I, every now and then I'll put it on just to see, and I can't even watch it or listen to it or any of it anymore. It's like, it repels my whole body. The way I think, the way I believe, the way I am, it just it will not even accept it or receive it anymore. I've gotten away from it from that much. And I will say that just that one act alone, folks, if you're listening to this, just doing this one exercise of Number one, being grateful, writing down your gratitude, but then turn off the negative because those negatives are, it's counterbalancing the positive. 
So you're not going to be able to be able to see, be aware, to notice. The opportunities are around you everywhere, but you you're blind to them because you're being counterbalanced with all the negativity. So I, I I'm glad you I'm glad you did agree with that. I was hoping you would. I had a feeling that you might because that's exactly been my experience as well. So this once again, Joel, it's been a, another great episode. Is there anything you want to do to kind of bring this home with gratitude? No, I think, um, you know, I highly recommend if you don't have a gratitude journals, you know, get a notebook and start and start today and just write down three to five things you're grateful for in the morning, three to five things you're grateful for at night. I, I just do want to add one thing I used to before 2012, before I went to sleep or write think, as I was in bed, I would think about all the things that I didn't do right that day that went wrong or I, I could have done better. And now, right before I go to sleep, I write down all the things I'm grateful for, like being on this podcast, like, you know, being able to jog outside today, sunny day. And, and it just changes how I go to sleep. It just changes the feeling as opposed to I'm like, oh, like I could have done that better. I could have done this better. Now it's wow. Like this, like this was a good day. Like I'm so grateful. Love that too. So I don't necessarily write them down as I'm falling asleep, but I will consciously Thank, say thank you to whatever I'm grateful for at that moment, right? Thank you for the day. Thank you for this conversation we're having today, Joel. Just whatever is happening in that moment. You know, you just express gratitude in your own mind. No one even knows that you're doing it. You could even put a little smile on your face. You're probably in the pitch black dark. No one can see you. Just it's the feeling that you get is what's going to help you go into that, that unconscious state called sleep that who knows where that's going to generate in the following days, right? That's where it's so exciting. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, folks, hopefully you found a ton of value in this episode here. Uh, rule number five, being grateful is super powerful. And I can totally agree because I've expressed and done these things, uh, what Joel's talking about in this episode myself. And I will tell you that it's starting to become a habit to the point where I literally can be just be in my normal everyday environment. And you just start expressing gratitude for Simple things, as I mentioned, the example of the tree colors, right? The, the leaves that are changing. Everything has a purpose. You don't know what it's there for. You don't know what it's there. But I express gratitude for the little bugs that are flying around. Obviously, the mosquitoes that are like trying to like, bite me. I don't enjoy that so much. But, you know, but point being is that it can be just be simple, simple things. And I try to do that every day as much as I can all day. And when I catch myself going into a negative state, the quickest and easiest thing to do is to start expressing gratitude for whatever's going on in your environment. So I love that you brought this message to us here, Joel. And I'm super excited to get into the uh, the, the remaining part of the nine money rules as well. There'll be a lot of fun. Thank you, Randy. Fantastic. So folks, go out there, have a fantastic day. If you're enjoying this content so far, we would greatly appreciate if you'd be willing to share it with some family and some friends. Uh, Send him over to solomore.com. Get more connected with Joel. As we've mentioned in the past, he's all over social media. He's producing content every day that is just like this. That is his goal of helping at least, I love saying that, at least 100,000 people become financially free is still his mission. And here on the Rich Wine Podcast, we're trying to help him spread that message as far and wide as we possibly can. So go out there, have a fantastic day until we come back with the next money rule. We'll talk soon. Bye now. Thank you for joining me on the Rich Mind Podcast. I hope you found a ton of value in this episode. If so, I'd really appreciate a five-star review. 
and you can also share it with your family and friends. And as my mentor Jim Roden shared with me, in order to have more, you must first become more. And in order to become more, you must work harder on yourself than you do on your job. So go out there today and work harder on yourself to become more and build the life of your dreams. Until next time, my friends. Thank you.